bankruptcy light. Your tunnel with a light way down at the end of it for people who can no longer carry their debt burden. And for those of us with two jet skis or a penchant for international travel, this podcast is for you. It's about bankruptcy, plain and simple, of the Chapter 7 Personal Liquidation Variety. Just to remind the casual listener, I record this on my morning commute. I tune into my favorite classical music station on the FM dial and I let her rip. Hoping to help somebody. You know, preferably somebody new, someone I haven't helped already. That's that's where I get my kicks. You know, and I'm not just talking about other middle-aged Caucasian males. You know, I, I want to I want to come out to where you are through the internet, and that's all I really want—just to just to touch, just to touch a life, and be there as your resource. You know, because if you're listening to this podcast, you've got pretty intense cash flow problems. So listen up. You know, when you think about it, debt. You know when you you know when you think about it debt is like the flu. Sometimes people die from it. And it's a minority, maybe half a million worldwide on any given year on an off year. And I'm not talking about extremes, you know, not like the flu pandemic uh you know, starting the good old what is it? Uh Which one is H1N1. Anyway, January 1918, you know, maybe 3 to 5% of the world's population. H1N1, yeah, that was it. You know, and it wiped out 3, you know, some say as high as 5% of everybody. Let's not go there. If everybody died from influenza, then, then what's the point of living? Just like if everybody declared bankruptcy at the same time, you could call that problematic. But it wouldn't be a very productive conversation. Wait, so... Alright. Who is this? Caller ID blocked. Alright. Oh, hey. Uh, this is a, a key cat. It's really quiet. i got to figure out um, volume now. You know, you're probably wearing that old deerstalker cap. If I know you, so lift, lift the ear, fra- ear li- uh, How does that work? The, the ear that flaps. Work? Can you hear me? Lift the ear flaps, my friend. Oh, okay. There you uh, go. All right, let me give you... Okay, I'm going to get to a little more privacy because I'm in an office building. But we have lots of, uh, you know, uh, offices with doors. So, oh, this is good. Here we go. <laughs> Hi there. So, our last conversation was, was cut a little short. Uh, you thought someone was following you, if I 
if I recall correctly. So is everything okay? You in a, you in a safe location? But it's a better place here than on a bus or something. Oh, hey, hey, and before I forget, thank you. You know, I wanted to let you know that I got your package. Awesome. And uh, I didn't know the post office still did general delivery. I guess they do, because it was just there. It was just waiting for me. But yeah, uh, I've never eaten anything like that before. I mean, I've seen it on the internet, but um, it's a totally different deal. Real salty. And, um, you know, the, those little eyes, they, they pop kind of like caviar, you know, like that. Um, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't think this stuff was legal, honestly. Did, did you bring this yourself, like, out from out of the country? I did. Yeah, importing foreign delicacies. That's, that sounds, that sounds profitable. And, and... You know that's that's germane to the conversation. So let's 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 go there. So apart from you know a smartly leveraged financial position, what in your opinion exactly does it take to succeed in the global marketplace? Money. got real quiet for a while there. Are you still there? Hello? You feeling okay? Uh-huh. Well, let's let's bring it back to money. Let's talk money for a second. Where where do you stand on the uh the Well, I know plenty about debt. Uh not so quite so much about money. <laughs> so tell me this. When you're when you're out there you know, planning your next financial move, you know, with with regards to credit, what's your favorite position? My favorite debt? Um, God, I don't like it at all, to be honest. I don't think there's anything good about it. But uh, I don't regret, I have, I'll tell you what, I have, well, my student loans are the ones that weigh on my mind most. Um, my favorite would probably be the fact that I have a, a decent car because of debt, you know, which is kind of nice having a car that drives and I don't have to take to a mechanic all the damn time. I mean, so I consider uh, the decision to go to, go and take out a car loan to have been a, actually a rather bright spot in, the, in my history of indebtitude. point is not everybody dies from the flu and not everyone who's underwater with debt goes on to declare chapter 7 bankruptcy uh, in a US court uh, but if you do die from influenza there's no coming back that's just it's over so it's not really a good analogy is it and you know, if you figuratively die of debt, you know, we who succumb 
to personal liquidation bankruptcy chapter 7 we've got a system in place that can resurrect us like Lazarus Lazarus Say the bankruptcy Lazarus is resurrected as Lazarus. And who is the Christ? Who? It's not the algorithms. It's not the, the gray wizards. Then who? The algorithms and the gray wizards, they, they would prefer to eviscerate your soul in order to maintain a healthy, broader economy. Just like the flu. You know, not to sound blunt, but it culls people in order to protect the greater population. Man, I think those the little the little meaty, salty treats, I think, that, I think there's something in it. Because I'm feeling a little flush. I do declare... Oh, hi, dudes in the Volvo. Mmm, do you like seafood? Look at this. Mmm, 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 doesn't that look good? Yeah, that's right. You can see that. Oh, hey. Uh, I was trying to be a fish. Uh, being, uh, having a car, man. Oh, let me tell you, for years, you know, you go and get a debt, you know, cars are expensive and all you can scrape together is a couple hundred bucks and you get some kind of a piece of, piece of shit little, uh, rattle trap and you end up having to, like, do all your own work on it and you're constantly out at the junkyard pulling parts off old beat-up beaters just like the beat up beater you've got back at home and you're working on it and never works right and I'll tell you what I was driving around one of those cars you know and I've had many but I was driving one around and it's you know I was in Seattle and uh, it just got to the point where you know someday I'm going to get called up to a job I'm, I was a freelance artist you know, at the time working one, well, I'd be working one end of the city one day and the next end of the city the other and I needed a car I could rely on and I'd, get it, I'd go out to my car, and sometimes it'd start right up, but other times um, you couldn't get the thing you couldn't get the thing rolling downhill. So uh, I, one day, I finally I said, "Enough! I, I need I need something." So I just uh, and it was like I don't know a fortuitous experience because uh, that one day I woke up, my car wasn't running, but it just so happened there was a check in the mail for a couple thousand bucks. So I ran out and bought. Uh, put a down payment on a car that I ended, I didn't really like that car, but I'll tell you what, it started every time and it went. So uh, that was a bonus, uh, definitely a step in the right direction. And then, uh, you know, once I had, it took me a couple of years to pay that thing off. And when I got it paid off, it ran for a couple more years. And then when it was time to get another one, I went to another lot, traded in, took out another loan, and there I was rolling in another reasonably new car that I don't really own. But that's the positive thing. The negative thing, I don't want to talk about positive. Is your show about positivity? Yes. 
Yes, it's it's all about positivity. I'm, I'm, I'm really just concerned with the description and explanation of economic phenomena. Textbook positive. I'm not, not a big fan of, of the normative economics. You know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a positivist backdoor man. You know, normative, you know, the value judgment, super conditional. Facts can change on you. And I love facts. I'm a, you know, I'm trying to help people see how facts can help them. How, how cause and effect behavioral relationships can, can somehow turn their lives around. That doesn't sound right. Positivity. Redemption. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Bar was good. Student loan, that's a whole other thing. I've been eating uh, quite a few of these little critters, you in the jar, and I think I'm starting to feel a little funny. I'm kind of buzzed, actually. Oh, well, that's nothing new there. This, uh... What else can I tell you? Or... So is it get, is it going to keep getting more intense? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, back on topic. Okay, so um, how about you drive? You know, knowing what you know about my audience, what what do you want to talk about? Well, it my car. It's a Dodge Caliber. It's a little tin rattle trap made out of a made out of a lawnmower engine and a, and a good hundred yard foot roll of a, of a aluminum foil with some uh, bicycle tires uh, tied to the bottom and but it, somehow it seems to work by science magic it gets me from here to there uh, I'm not it's not an exciting car. But it gets. But uh, I believe it, it does carry groceries rather well, and uh, and it has taken me on some pretty good uh, cross country road trippy type of adventures. Um, it's got me down to Los Angeles and barely got me out of there in one piece, but it did it. So uh, I appreciate that, uh, and I appreciate that it hasn't been a whole lot of trouble ever since. Uh, so, I'm, I, you know, I mean, I'm kind of into, I, li- I like cars. Cars are neat things, you know, uh, just as objects. I mean, they're, there's, they're kind of a fetish object that we can latch onto and, and, uh, and apply our individual dreams and hopes for the future to. I mean, everybody around here, you know, in the gaming industry is all convinced. The gaming industry, as you know, is kind of a kind of a gold rush and everybody around here is convinced we're going to be millionaires in no time flat and the first thing everybody talks about is what kind of new brand new shiny groovy racy sports car you're going to get when you get all that big bucks and uh i don't know about that but um uh uh, but anyways, I, I like it's a I, I like having a car that I don't have to think about very much because having having but I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have a loan to be able to get me a car of that caliber. Uh, you know, if you, if I had to go out and buy a car today, I'd have to buy something that would be like a thousand bucks. And you know, with a car like that, you have to think about it all the time. You have to know how to 
fix it. You have to know how to take care of it. You kind of have to be able to stay on top of it. And you're always kind of crossing your fingers as to whether it's going to start up and get you there. And I don't have to, I don't worry about that with uh, this car. So it's, in a way, carrying a bit of, uh, carrying an auto loan has made it so that I don't have to think about it. And I don't want to think about it. I want to think about other things. So, you know, we don't always get to choose what what we're thinking about. When so, what was the first thing you were thinking of when when you woke up this morning? Uh, it was this Dodge Caliber. Yeah, it was the one I was driving when I came through and visited you guys. And uh, that so that car took me to Los Angeles. And then when I was in L.A., I drove. Man, Los Angeles, you know, fuck that town. You have to drive everywhere. And I was, like, staying in a place in Westminster, and I was trying to find work. And so I would wa- drive from, you know, Orange County, basically. I'd drive from Orange County up to Glendale one day, and Orange County to Culver City the next, and Orange County to Venice the next day after that. And sometimes I'd have to go down to uh, Torrance or, uh, or, you know, all these other Riverside. Ah, Riverside. And it, it got me around, but it's like I was driving more than I was sleeping and in fact sometimes I was it it got to where I was like afraid I was gonna fall asleep at the wheel I was having you know trouble with sleeping at the time too a little bit of insomnia and so you'd be driving and uh, just on these endless endless LA roads and until finally it's like it didn't work out I didn't find any jobs I wasn't doing very well there so uh, when I left town I left I drove through uh, I drove just headed uh, head due east because I was going to go to um, Arizona to visit some friends, and I'll, the roads were so hot that they melted the, uh, the the treads right off my tires. And by the time I got to Bakersfield, I had to get a whole new set. That 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 wasn't cool. That that was bad. Uh, oh and yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You told me about that. That um, you you were out there in the sun. You got heat stroke, and you saw. Angels. You saw angels. You said that to me. You bet I did. You did. And now it makes me think that you were eating some of these... Were you eating some of these certain salty, meaty treats out there in the desert? Uh, I didn't enjoy it either, but, I, you know, what do you do? You're out in the middle of nowhere. So, okay. All right, all right. So, here. What if the angels that you saw in, in the desert glowing white and they they offered to extend credit to you i mean would you would you take out a second car loan i mean look at it's it's the bank of angels would you uh, it's a second loan you know so there's a lot of risk involved in that but it's from the the, the uh, would you would you take out another loan from a second bank the bank of angels uh, to get another car a second car oh heck yeah i get a Porsche Ah, oh, credit. Yeah, Porsche. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Although, you know, the, or, 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 or actually more fun would be to get an older car and restore it, make it into a new, kind of shiny and new. And, and uh, I think about, I mean, I, you know, I worked on, I think cars are such, cars are 
are they're fetish objects, but then they're, they're indicators, they're economic indicators. You know, the shininess and newness and niftiness of your car is kind of kind of a symbol of you know how much how much money you've got to burn. You know, if you can if you're driving around in a car that was made within the past ten years, you're probably doing okay. And if you're driving a car that was made three years ago, you're doing better than okay. Driving a brand new car. Well, then you're doing way better than okay. Then there's the proximity of how far away that car was made to where you live. Uh, if it was, it was if it was made really reasonably close, you know, if it was made in California or if it was assembled in Missouri or Tennessee, you know, then okay, well, that's all right. But if it was made in Germany, ooh, fancy, you know. So, uh, and what if it was just angels? That came upon Lazarus instead of the Christ, or 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 Italy, or uh, England, um, or 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 even India. You know, India has an interesting custom car culture. They make the cheapest cars in the world, and they also make some of the most expensive. It's weird that way. Rich man, poor man. They. Uh, I mean, what if what, what if it was. You know, I don't know what sort of relationship they have, whether, whether they're lieutenants or, or foot soldiers or, or, or just, you know, kind of... Yeah, the top, the Tata. The top end are custom-built uh, uh, custom supercars. Uh, India makes some pretty neat ones. Uh, I don't know their names of them, but I've seen some shows on TV, you know, like uh, um, Bangalore, that was a Bangla Motors or something. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a Bangladeshi guy who makes uh, who makes you know custom one-off supercars in for 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 Indian millionaires. And but then right next to that you have Tatas and uh, and those these they kind of have these interesting like three-wheel truck things that we don't even see around here. Um, but almost like a rickshaw, but you carry groceries or something. In it. But I don't. The, and those things are those things are dead are cheap compared to anything you can get in the United States. More, more lateral. I don't know if if it's a horizontal, you know, management structure uh, up there. But but uh, all I so. know is that they make the cheapest car in the world. You can buy one for about three thousand dollars. Anyway, uh, I will, the angels. You know, they probably, you know, they take a staff, some, some charmed object, and they, they, you know, they, they couldn't just do it with their hands because they're just angels, so they need a tool to touch No, they wouldn't. We have a, a, lot, a lot of more laws, apparently, about, uh, about what kind of cars can legally be driven around on the roads. And uh, they're not quite so big on things like you know seat belts and airbags as <laughs> in, over there as we are here. Um, poor dead Lazarus, right there, you know, here above the eyes, right there, in the middle. Maybe not. Right, and start, and they'd start dumping. No, but when you buy a car like that, you don't really care because if you have the kind of money to buy one. You have the kind of money to pay for the ticket that you're going to get when you get pulled over by the cop for driving a car that's not legal. Ones and zeros into the skull, because that's what it boils down to. 
Or you could pay to have it just into uh, the skull and, the, and the, have it the custom film, custom and it would fitted for road reverse traffic. Like you, usually it's like the kind of headlights and, and on dead um, and, and usually it's about emissions. You know, they've got you know, so put a catalytic converter on it and give it better headlights. And it'll probably be all right in the United States, but Tatas, for example, uh, they're you know. Little two-stroke, two-cylinder, fifty-horsepower engines that um, that just belch out nasty smoke and fumes and stuff, and uh, that's they seem to not mind that so much in some parts of the world. Here in the United States, you know, we our cars actually are pretty clean when it comes to emissions compared to a lot of places where they just you know they just it's the wild Which west. Set or, about to get his. To, to take what's his due. And that's the real question is, what exactly did Lazarus do, huh? What'd he do? Well, I mean, when we were growing up, it was a real problem, you know, these cars belching out smoke out of their tailpipes to the point where if you were in a place like Los Angeles or New York or Chicago or where I grew up in Kansas City, the smog was so bad you couldn't breathe. And it became such a problem that uh, they started passing emissions laws and you know, sure, you know, Republicans complained about it, but it, it happened anyway, and they passed these laws, and now you can't, you know, sell a car that doesn't have uh, a lot of emissions um, equipment on it that is designed to keep the, the CO2 and, and other kinds of uh, pollutants out of the air, and it's made a big difference. You know, I'd probably argue that Lazarus took unfair advantage of those angels and, and you know he took a soul that he couldn't he couldn't pay back wow you didn't even get me started on Disney fuck them and 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 had the angels come come all over across his corpse and and I'm and Lazarus's soul into himself then you know what all right. would have been totally justified alright well get this in there Disney can suck my cock. You know, the, the angels. Disney can suck my cock. They're right to go up and, and remand all of Lazarus. That's 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 uh, that's some normative shit there. That'll, that's a good one, right? You know, every last atom they they collect. Every last metaphysical particle. But no. All right. Somebody else comes along instead. Maybe this time it's the Christ. This time it's it's bankruptcy. It's resurrection. It's the ashes. And that's all the time we've got for today, folks. Wish me luck, everyone. As you can hear, I'm I'm feeling pretty lit right now. So I'm going to go... Uh, uh, work is pretty mindless, so I just won't look anybody. Look, look them in the eye, um, and I'll be fine. I really do appreciate all the emails and tweets, and not to mention the money. It's not a lot, but it makes a difference. And, you know, don't forget to hit that donate button 
on my website and please share this on social media because because every every vote counts and I and, and I want to reach those new people I want to touch them too you know I'll make a point of of uh, responding to listener comments next time I wanted to do it this time but you know you heard I got stuck on the phone and I I just didn't get around to it so God bless peace out and don't let the door hit you <laughs>